Here we go. Checking everything. All right. Everything's laid out in order. Phone, Rambler water, notebook for notes, headphones plugged in, laptop fired up. All systems are go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday. What is it? Tuesday? Hell yeah. We're grinding through this beautiful week. Uh, we're mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. Got a, we've got uh, two-thirds of our, well, actually, one half of our intern staff, technically. But that's good. It's the good half. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, introduce the players taking the field right now for today's game. Uh, the man straight ahead, the hardest-working man in show business, a heavyweight champ, ladies and gentlemen. Not only in the ring... But in every every aspect of life, and man, does he have some aspects. He's got some prospects too. But uh, yeah, he's a he's a he's a shoe head though. I don't think he's made a shoe purchase since uh, the beginning of summer. No, nah, I really tightened it up. Yeah, tightened up the budget. There hadn't been any good releases. Uh, but uh, he's also a food truck connoisseur, ladies and gentlemen. We went out and had uh, cheeseburgers together yesterday on the National Cheeseburger Day. Y'all, a, y'all probably never heard of the place. He's a good friend, and he's a great, a great producer. Ladies and gentlemen, the man takes your phone calls on the fly. Mr. Chewy Eldorado right there. Thank you so much. Not his real name. The name that I think I've given him. I'm changing it. Now the man who's storming in right now. I heard him coming down the hall in his wooden shoes. He doesn't have wooden shoes. That's ridiculous. Those are just... That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever said. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a former star of episodic television. That's right. He starred in a sitcom on MTV, which I don't know if you know this. Oh, Stands man. for music television, but... The Grind? He hosted The Grind? <laughs> what was that? What was that? Was it, was it Remote Control? What was their game show? Singled it? Out? He hosted Singled Out with Jenny? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, he's also a stand-up comic. He has uh, stood on the boards of some of the most famous stages in all of, uh, all of America. The Hollywood Bowl, Steppenwolf in Chicago, and of course the... Uh, uh, what's the big one in the New York City that everybody does? I can't remember. Oh, everybody wants to play. Though. Caroline's? No, 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 no. The, the, the really last fancy uh, not place. The, last the really uh, fancy place. Comedy. Oh, the uh, uh, that Carnegie place. Hall. Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. Ladies and gentlemen. Apollo. Austin's greatest living storyteller, Mr. Matt Bearden. The oh, marvelous Matt Bearden is right here. <laughs> oh, you guys are so lucky that he's here today. Yes, uh, yes. The, the man who created the T-shirt that I'm, I'm wearing today, and he created the T-shirt uh, he's wearing today. Look at us. We are geared up today. <laughs> yeah. Must be laundry time. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm just teasing us. Oh, it is for me. That is. You make it sound like it's a last go-to. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you. But why would today be different? This is, this is our, I, I like the little banter we have. You don't like your introductions. I think you feel timid about them. And I think you you're mocking you. See, I honor you guys when I introduce you, no, but no. I think you guys mock me. Mm. All that, mm, he's in the radio, rock and radio, he's in the Texas radio hall of fame. He's worked at all these places. No, we're getting That's into this. We're you getting should, into this. We should go back there. We're getting into this for if sure. I've had a life. I can't help it. All right, go ahead. I'm he sorry. can't help it. If he's had a life, ladies and gentlemen, he's uh, been awarded uh, many awards. Yeah. He's also leaned in, and he's been award- awarded one of the, the most precious awards you can get here in the building, the Cactus Pie Award, for the service he's given that to the I, community. That I, I cherish. It's not here. I don't know where it is. 
He's the progenitor, the father, if you will, of Bob Fonseca's rock and roll news. It ain't VIP without B.O.B. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Mr. Bob Fonseca. Thank you, Matt Bearden. No, no, no. Let's get into into what is going on in your brain that you have decided that everyone's intro honors them, but your intro is making fun of you. I don't know. I don't, that's just my that's just my imposter syndrome. Right, but in. let's. I don't, I feel like that'd be fun to dive into. Dude, I already did that, therapy this week. I don't. I don't think you're getting enough. I mean, <laughs> it, it is it is odd that if if I go, oh, he's he was uh, he introduced uh, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan to Prince. Yes. You go many others too. I did. Like that. you get defensive. Like, well, like, it's not my only. It's not my only story. You were just doing an intro, though. Oh, I, I get it. No, I. I'm sorry. I should. Uh, you guys do a wonderful job. I think Chewy's does a Chewy does a better job as far as like on the respect meter. Then maybe we should just, just pass it over to Chewy. No, no, I no. Don't it's cute the way you do it. It's cute the way you do it. You do it just right. Yeah. The other ones hurt. Too big. I uh, I want you to enjoy your intro. Yeah, I did. I did today. No, mm-hmm. I don't think you do. I did. I do. No, I do. I don't think you do. I do. And I wanna I wanna talk about what do we do to build up your confidence here? I don't know. How, where does the imposter syndrome come from? That's a word that we use a lot. We uh, do use a lot. Um, and I feel like I have it. I feel like think when you eat bad fish or something. No, no, that's not what it is. Imposter syndrome is when you're unsure of your own of your own powers because you, you think that everybody else should be in the game but you shouldn't be in the game because you're an imposter, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we're all we all kind of are imposters, I think everybody but feels I think I think it's I think if, it's, if you think you are like really yeah, but those are the people that succeed. Too good for something, or you think you're a god, then you're like Kanye West or something. You're like a right. crazy person. Right. But you got to lean. Those are the people that lean in, and those are pe- usually the people that are successful. Those are the squeaky wheels. They don't care. The They'll tell a joke even though they know before when they start it that it's not going to be funny. But such you know confidence I mean? gives But they them. have such confidence that they just like, well, I'm just going to do that. Are you describing me? No, I don't think it's anybody in this room. I think we all, all three of us, I think, have a little bit of the uh, imposter syndrome. Not me. I'm really good. Hmm? Really? Everywhere you go, you feel like you fit in? Not in the doorways. Hmm. He took himself down right there. Like I well, don't see, even. see, because that's he doesn't have the that's, imposter that syndrome. That is fine. He's like, okay, it's funny. No, oh, yeah. It's an open joke. I'm, I joke about it because I won't be fat for long. Hmm. He's planning on dying soon. <laughs> the sodium's going to take him out. I, I do eat a lot of. I had a steak at like nine last night. Did you end up going to uh, Clark's at three? You, no. You, he's on the phone. We're eating. We went to uh, In and Out Burger because it was just Cheeseburger Day, and it's convenient. You know, it's a For couple Bob. miles down. The, it's kind of. Well, I don't understand going to In and Out Burger. It I'm actually gonna, wasn't my idea. But I, it wasn't bad. It Actually, wasn't this bad. was the first time I ate there. We were kind of ranking it yesterday, and it was the first time in a long time I had a, a burger with cheese on it because I normally, I I normally cut the cheese. Oh. See, I I stumbled on that joke instead of leaning into the cut the cheese joke. I stumbled on it because I have the imposter syndrome. Right. Um, but I did. I normally do cut the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> what? Off of the hamburger. Like, I don't... 
I don't I don't like cheeseburgers. But yesterday because it was good. cheeseburger day, I thought, okay, put the the In and Out burger. Because I was explaining to Chewy, normally I have it. I'm with somebody and they go, it's like two in the morning or one in the morning, and you've just been to a concert and somebody goes, let's go to In and Out Burger, but I'm not hungry. But oh, come on, let's go, let's go. And so I've never really enjoyed it. But we went for the for lunch. It wasn't bad. Okay. It wasn't. The French fries were a little underdone. Are you, are you with me on are. that? The French fries are never quite. What Even they though, but be they're fresh though. It doesn't we, matter. We it's, saw it's, the guy hitting the. You know, they're California fries. They're the bananas of the fried food. Yeah. They they go bad in like five minutes. I just think they need maybe twenty more seconds in the fryer. <sighs> Hey, look, it's in and out, not in. <laughs> and hang around. <laughs> and float in there hey, you for wanna a go bit. To, <laughs> you want to go to in and loiter, Burger? Where you just go in and you loiter? Did you get scared there was a cop while I was smelling like weed? No, because I... No. Cause I didn't see the cop. Side. Was he, was he undercover? Was it... He he was wearing a whole Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see him. Every time we go to a Maya's, there's... 45 oh, cops. There's Not only that, like there's Homeland all di- security. There's yeah. like different divisions. There's Homeland Security. There's the, the state troopers in there. There's but there's also always APD. somebody in there with with an ankle monitor. So I'm just like, all right, we're all. This is. Uh, I think as long as ICE doesn't go in there. It's there. neutral land in there in a month. Yeah. It's neutral land. No one's allowed to do anything while you're in there. Yeah. Anyway, we wish you were with us. I know you had things to do yesterday, but... Uh, yeah, yesterday was busy for me, but I'm glad you guys got your cheeseburger. And I yeah, took, well, I, I mean, we had son. to represent. I took my son in the evening for a cheeseburger. Oh, you went to Silver Where'd you Metal. go? Like, I can't take my son to a place that's 21 and over, Bob. You can go with your dad. My dad used to take me to bars. My dad used to take me to the NCO club all the time when I was little. No. Or either that or my mom sent me in no. to grab him. She no. used to do that. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's Go different. get your dad. No, we, we hit the P. Terry. My son, I told my son, I said, any, name any place in town, we'll go get a cheeseburger today. Which is weird for him because he likes his the same way, which is just plain and dry because he's picky. So I'm like, I don't know why it matters. And I'm like, you get him sauced up or whatever. And he goes, I want to go P. Terry's. And I was like, okay. And uh, it's fine. Oh, all right. Greatest storyteller in Austin, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we were going to go to P. Terry's, but I knew that I would punk out. And get a chicken because I'm minding my 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 weight, you know. Well, so I would, I would have got so the chicken Chewy. on cheeseburger day. Chewy is supposedly also watching his weight, but he just he told us he had a steak at 9 p.m. I did, and then went straight to sleep. Oh no! Uh, the point I was getting to is that all during lunch yesterday, he's on his phone going. He's uh, I can hear him mumbling under his breath. He was going. Clark's has a one three o'clock reservation for one person open. I'm going to go to Clark's. I'm going to get this reservation. And I should have went, but the again, the person that's on the diet chose not to do that. And I had a steak salad. Where? I made it at home. It oh. was kind of a mock roadhouse salad, but I threw some extra like... Did you have some onion strings on there or whatever? I had red onion, mushrooms, oh. uh, tomatoes. You're pretty good. pretty good cook. I'll show you a picture. You want to see it? Nah. I take pictures. I document all my food. Sure. We'll all line up. <laughs> we'll all line up to see your documented food, <laughs> my friend. All right, happy Americans. Uh, here are things that the, the Twitter thinks Americans are obsessed with. All right. Somebody put in um, the search terms, Americans so obsessed. that They just said, search Twitter for those 
all together in a sentence. And it's people wondering why Americans are obsessed with certain things. Hmm. Mainly Europeans. Also some Europoopins. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. man. That's a there good one. That's a banger. Uh, are you guys ready for some of these? Oh, uh, yeah. Why are Americans obsessed with spelling Mississippi? Oh, I can do that. All right, let's hear it. M-I-S-S-I... No, wait. That's Massachusetts. M-A-S-S-A-C-H-U-S-C-T-T-S. Mississippi's M-I-S-S-I-P... M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. has actually already... Challenged the intern. ...seceded. Is this one of those things where you feel like I'm beating you up? Uh-uh. I don't know. I didn't get that reference. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Correct. It's like a poem. It's like a haiku. It's a poem to racism. Uh, yeah, I, I, when I go to Florida, Am I, I try to letter, I try to go through Mississippi as fast letter, as I can without being stuck. What was that? That's how we had it as a kid. Huh. Am I crooked letter, crooked letter, I crooked letter, crooked letter, I hunchback, hunchback guy. O-S-C-A-R. That's Oscar Martin. My baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M A Y E R. And if you ask me every day. It's the only way I learn how to spell. The alphabet is also done rhythmically. North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa. I feel like we're doing Don't forget Antarctica and don't forget Australia. Hmm. Anyway. 30 days past September, April, May, and September. No, April, June, and September. I don't remember that. All the rest have 31 except February, which is kind of messed up. Which months have 31? Uh, Your knuckles will tell you, too. You know that little trick? You going to punch me in the face? No, you just count your knuckles starting with your knuckles. You Uh go January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I tell you, the high, the high knuckles are 31. The low knuckles are not 31. Mm. That's how you play Inky Binky Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one, ladies and gentlemen, is why are Americans so obsessed with making up handshakes? Oh, well. Well, like the DAP? I traveled in America. Everyone had a different handshake. It's regional, I think, these days. It is. I mean, I noticed when Jay and I, yeah. uh, Jay Farrow and I, Shook hands. We did exactly like we end with the snap. See, I, try, I don't know. I, tried to, I don't know where Jay. I tried from. to dap him, and he he didn't go there. And then I tried to do the one. What, where you, what is dapping? What does that know, mean? You, mm, and what then is you, that, what is that? Um, and then bam. And then you know, we do like I don't five think different the, things. The, the dap. Like you do this first. You do the thumb shake. You know what I mean? The dap isn't as formal. Then, then of a greeting. No, you do the you do the handshake and then the thumb thing and then the hook thing and then backhand and then punch. Whatever it's happened like to the, the handshake where you you come from far out, you kind of smack together and then you pat each other's back, but oh, you don't that. really make body contact. Because that your would fists be, are between you, right? So it's like men yeah. saying, "I'll give you attention, but yeah, but you got to keep your." But dead. I can't. Well, we I don't want our things touching. Yeah, because I can't. I can't. I could never allow any kind of intimacy with another human being, or now, uh, feel the joy of a friendship. We, why don't we or all something. kiss? Or something. The handshake I really like is the forearm grab one. I don't know but that. That's one. too much. Yeah, I feel like, like you're do doing jujitsu. I know, on but there. who does that? Who does Vikings. that? The Illuminati, I think. Does I think that Vikings too. do that. I think I saw it on Vikings. Like that's a 
That's not because I think what show. you're doing is you're trying to feel the fact that they've got a knife up their sleeve. Do you, do you know this one? That's what. That's Wait, part no, of the no, dab. No, up here. Oh no, up here. And you grab. This and is, then you This do, is crazy. You know what this is? What? That's the handshake from Predator. Oh. Anyway, you're lucky you had a good handshake experience with. Uh, it wasn't going to go Mr. Farrow. I, 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 uh, I, mine went, mine went south in a hurry. I do like, but I tried to add too much. I, I honestly, I think that your your lighter complexion, ouch, hurt, hurt you in that particular interview. Dang, she was definitely interested in talking to Choo Choo, but I think he might have suspected that you were a uh, full gringo. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is pretty much the case. Well, behaviorally speaking, for sure, and history wise. All those things are really... Property. All those things and more. All those things and more. Uh, here's one. Why are Americans so obsessed with candles? I'm, and that's I'm a great barely question. getting into candles right now. What do you mean I'm, barely getting into... Is that? Are you putting that on your Bumble profile? I'm barely getting into candles. I, if that would, if I thought that would attract women, maybe. But I think, I don't think, I think that's women a, would probably be way more attracted to candles than to your uh, your your gaming, your current gaming situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mention that I'm gaming. I don't I don't invite a girl over and then put the headset on and start start yelling well, obscenities. Good. good, that's probably a good move. On I'm your just part. I'm not a big. Uh, my wife likes Fancy Bed Bath & Beyond scent guy, but I'm getting into it. I, I, I go to Ross, and I get the uh, half-price candles. This looks good. Vanilla, cocoa bean. Is, okay. All right. And so I think uh, Channing from uh, the soap bar in Taylor actually got me into them when she got us candles a couple years ago. Mm, she got us very nice candles. Uh, l- ladies of the internship. Candle? Do we like candles? Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially like in the fall time because I love like the fall scents that oh, candles like, uh, have. Pumpkin spice. Here we pumpkin go. Pumpkin spice, apple crisp. Cinnamon. Apple crisp. I like, I the, how do they get the crisp in there? I don't know. That's like, I feel like that'd be the name of a candle. <laughs> Fruit No, uh, I think that's just probably apple and cinnamon flavor, right? I mean, flavor, not flavor. Cinnamon what, odor? sugar. You don't call odor, do you? Scent. Scent. I mean, I... I Scientists are going. See, this nuts. is why we couldn't even sell candles. Is if I if I made one that said apple and cinnamon odor on the front of the label, it wouldn't do as well. It wouldn't that sell as well, would it? <laughs> what do y'all want to smell when y'all go to a uh, uh, boy's house? Uh, probably not even the house. I mean, I'll be honest <laughs> you with you. You don't want to smell anything. What candle do they? You want them to have leather and tobacco. Bath and Body Works has this scent called Leaves. Ooh. Leaves. And it's so good. Y'all want the forest? I know. Y'all want to smell like so the forest? It's so good. But it's you have to go to a Bath scent. and Body Works. That's the problem. There's well, no one there to help you. <laughs> you, just, you just made fun of, like, I think one of the uh, UNESCO World Heritage Centers for young ladies. I just I just get a headache when I go in there. It's too much. Fair. It's too much. Fair, right? It's, Heard. it's bright and it's... Really, like, yeah, I can only be in there a few minutes. It would be nice if they turn the lights down. A just turn bit. the smell just, down. No, a little it's bit. the colors that they use in the store, like yeah. the blues and then like the pinks and greens in the bottle. Put it's a fan, so yeah, much. like a fan, ceiling fan or something. Yeah, give me it. Would be, I mean, if you're trying to sell me something that I'm gonna light while I get in the tub with a glass of wine and a, a, a copy of the, the next installment of what's it called? Gray's, not Gray's Anatomy, what's it called? <laughs> 50 Shades of Gray. Uh huh. Mm. 
Did somebody just go, mm. No, that was oh. disappointed. Mm. Oh. It's like uh, when you go into, uh, I don't go in there because I don't buy their clothes. They're not for me. But Abercrombie, remember we used to walk past that at the mall and it smelled like they just doused all the jeans with cologne? cologne. No, that was because every kid in there was wearing that much Axe. <laughs> <laughs> You could smell it from the other end of the mall. I don't Something. know. I don't know what a man's supposed to smell like. Nah. Leather and tobacco and yeah. maybe some uh, I think the maybe some penetrating nice. oil. Like or some something. pine or something? Pine? In the pines. You want to smell pine. like a Christmas tree? Maybe. Yeah, you're kind of small on top there's, and big on the bottom. There's some deep uh, seated memories in Christmas. I know, but I don't know if you want to smell like that. Ginger? Gingerbread? I don't know. Something citrusy, maybe. I don't know. Ginger and bread? Ginger ale? <laughs> uh, well, anyway, those are uh, so, just some of the things that people think Americans are obsessed with. Uh, tell you what Bob and I, for 60 seconds, I'll tell you what Bob and I have been obsessed with. And uh, and then I'm going to ask... It's part of my daily routine. Then I'm going to ask uh, the ladies of the internships. We're going to... So my brain was inspired. We're going to find out what it's like... To even go to a dude's place, like how loathsome it must be, especially at that age. Right, twenty-year-old uh, dude has does. They have no idea how to keep a, an apartment, do they? We'll get into that in a second. Uh, hey, uh, now, boom. How, like, if some dudes tell you they 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 they, they go, hey ladies, why don't you bring a friend? Come hey, over. No, if they go, well, hey lady, they go uh, on game day. You swing by our apartment. First of all, do you even go to a dude's apartment? No. No. Alone? No. No, no I'm not saying alone. alone. I'm just saying, like, hey, you can bring a friend. Uh-huh. But yeah. is it just the idea is always, like, a dude's apartment's going to be kind of gross? They're gross. It could depend on what kind of dude we're talking about. Okay, what is... What a, a gay dude is going to have a clean, nice, mm, good-smelling okay. apartment. <laughs> what candles do he, does he have? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All I went to... Uh, like recently, I went to a friend's apartment, and they're gay, and the apartment just smelled like Christmas during the summertime, and it was the most beautiful thing I experienced that month. It was wonderful. How could what happened? What, what's happened to Queer Eye? What, what, it keeps coming and going and coming and going, but it really is one of the things that made the greatest difference in the country. I think. Kamaro or Karamo is it? Yeah, had a. Has a TV show now. and a book. I think and I want to read his book. You know, it's just like Destiny's Child. Beyonce's going to break off, and then, but you know, here's the, the other thing: down. the other thing about those shows is they tell you what you should be doing, but but straight dudes don't really lean into it. You no. should know. You should more. It's it's better to be told what not to do. The problem is, ladies have been saying, bed frame. Please, bed frame. Get Always. a bed frame. Bed frame. I'm hoping bed frame, bed, get the, get the mattress still, off the ground. Every dude's apartment. Nope. Mattress on the ground. Every dude's apartment, mattress on the ground. Because dudes are like, well, I could buy a keg, an entire keg for what a a, a bed frame goes for. I'm not I'm not going to spend that kind of money. I mean, there's a, it's a mattress. It works. Those sheets work. That's why I've kept them on that same bed without washing them for <laughs> an entire semester. Ooh. Christ. When my mom gets here all mad, she'll wash them, right? Right. Oh, the, I'm looking at sad, <laughs> sad faces, but I'm also knowing that the, with the look that I'm getting from these young women is that dudes need to change. So what is, so in, instead of here are things to do, what are some, what are three simple don'ts that we could tell the young dudes out there that could really help the, uh, up their game? Oh, God. 
The first thought is like, I want to, hmm. But this would be a do, though. It'd be like, have toilet paper. Have extra toilet <laughs> okay. paper yeah. in the bathroom. I do uh, this. I, I have cheap cheap paper for myself, and then if a girl comes over, I have the fancy stuff that I put out. Oh, the, tri- the two-ply? Yeah. <laughs> you one-ply no, it. Oh, it's a triple. You have like a backstash of... Yeah. Okay. And if I eat really hot spicy food, I'll bring Oh, okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I love it. Okay, so do have toilet paper. Yeah. See, that's it's kind of weird, though, because if you put an extra roll, like you put, you got a roll... That's already being, you know, that's already on the thing. The whatever the, what do you call that thing that holds the... Toilet the, paper holder? The holder. Yeah. <laughs> but then you put another one out, like, on top of the whatever, the water tank of your toilet or whatever. That's tacky. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, that look, makes it look like you've got some kind of issue or something. Oh, and you yeah. got to have all this paper around. You're gonna, so that's kind of a... Where do you put it? Like, in the cabinets below yeah. the but, well, sink. Like, if I were to be in some guy's apartment... Oh no, there's no more toilet paper. I'm gonna start going through the cabinets. I don't care. I'm probably already I'm like, snooping anyway. Like, <laughs> I know where that is. Like, have it in. at reach. If there's okay. like a bathroom closet in All front right. of the toilet, go in there and see if it's in there. Y'all like, don't have to uh, comment on this, but there's there's some women that will go use the restroom in a man's apartment and put the faucet on. I think I've even had one turn the shower on, and I was like, is she taking a shower while they use the restroom? Because mm. I guess it's shameful to hear. Urine or any whatever you're that. doing. I've definitely turned the fan on because what? it's like. Well, I'm, the fan, I think I'm kind of the same way, yeah. but I mean, going all out to kind of prevent that. Well, why don't you have a. You should have a sound machine in your bathroom. That's what dudes should have right, right next noise. to the toilet paper. It should, a little a machine that. Play a little music. Yeah, plays a little yeah. music and makes some soft little sounds. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had. I've heard women tooting there. I'm like, oh, that's adorable. Well, that's why <laughs> that's they're putting all that stuff on is that they don't want to hear. They don't want you hearing them tooting. That's but this was massive. This went through the fan that was on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like it was a toot then. A toot. A a, I'm going to say that the a sound of toot. Little... Yeah, that's that's what the sound of toot does. It's that sounds like full on <laughs> a horn. Uh, <laughs> a semi horn. <laughs> Peterbilt horn. I loved it though. It wasn't a... <laughs> no, yeah, I've definitely yeah. if I I like go over to a guy's house that I'm attracted to or I'm interested in, I will turn the fan on because it's we- it's like knowing that he can hear. Like, do you my think he's pee? getting off on it or something? No, or you think it's, it's just disgusting? weird. I don't know. But don't, isn't he having a discussion with your friend at this point? Well, what if it's just me and him? You, you know? said you don't go to a guy's house alone. Okay, but that's. Take the fifth. Take the fifth. Oh my god! I would go to a like a. I'll go to a guy's friend. Why? Hold on. Yeah. You're digging yourself deeper. You gotta creep what? on his friend. No. Oh, oh my I would god. Go, I would go to a guy's place that I don't know with a friend. But if it's a guy that I know that I'm like you dated for a to, bit, a couple, yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will go alone because at that point I'm comfortable. Okay, well, how do you feel when the guy is in the restroom and you hear just a stream of, you know, whatever? Does that mess things up for you? I don't care. No. I mean, everyone's got to go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't put That's on a water weird and I just don't. But the thing is, is that society doesn't put pressure on you, Chewy, to be dainty. I'm not putting any pressure on women, but yeah, I understand society is, is making them do that and dress and wear, make, whatever. All the different stuff. Societal standards. Yeah. 
That's so, but this is one that I have have not heard discussed, but I know happens and goes on. And I have been curious because I've thought, this, should I turn the sink on? Mm. And you know, we may have to. Maybe we have to dive into this at the at the at the eight twenty. It is toxic get, Tuesday. Get, oh, it is. We may have to get fully into this one this morning. What do football and Phil Collins have in common? I report the news. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. How you doing out there? I'm Bob Fonseca, the mad scientist of rock and roll news. I'm rock's last great reporter, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody got out of the game. When they got out of the pool, I jumped in. Head first. I might have hit my head. Honk. But that's all right. It makes it better. It makes it better. Now, where did all my rocket? Don't forsake me now, rock and roll news. How you doing out there, uh, my pretty things? It is Tuesday, and normally that's a slow rock and roll news day, I have to admit. But I dig deep. I dig deep into my sources. My stringers send me stories at bobsrocknews at gmail.com. Hey, you could be one of my, uh, my rock and roll news stringers, too. It doesn't pay anything. But you get my undying, uh, undying gratitude uh, for for participating. You get a participation award. How's that? All right. I, I teased Phil Collins. This is interesting because I was listening to Phil Collins in my music room last night. I actually was. Have you ever heard that album? Uh, uh, what's the one where he's looking? He's got a profile of his face. Hello, I must be going. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a banger, dude. Mm. I got a Japanese press of that with the obi on it and everything. You know what an obi is? No, I do not Ladies, know what an obi is. Do you know is. what an obi is? No, you guys really don't know anything about vinyl. No. In Japan, when they sell albums, they have a little paper strip. Ah. Because most of the albums that they sell in the rock genre anyway are, are English, you know, and are American right. brands. So they don't change the cover art. Like Prince Purple Rain says Prince Purple Rain. So they'll put a little strip that wraps around the album. Right. In Japanese. I am familiar with that. With the price and everything. And that's called an obi? That's called an obi. Everybody knows that. Anyway, I was listening to my obi'd Phil Collins Hello, I Must Be Going album. It's pretty good. Japanese pressings sometimes can be a little bit harsh on the high end. And lacking in bass, but this particular one slaps because Phil Collins is on the drum. I'm sorry I used the word slaps, kids. That's so mid. Mm-hmm. And I know that now. Uh, a classic Phil Collins song. Did you watch Monday Night Football? There were two games well, last night. He's doing the Monday Night Football theme? I watched them from the hot tub last night. I don't know. I watched part of the Cleveland game because, you know why? What's in Cleveland? Ohio? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I thought you were looking for crime was the answer. Well, that too. That too. Uh, classic Phil Collins song served as the Monday Night Football theme. But it's not Phil Collins' original recording of In the Air Tonight. Is that the one that yeah. In the air tonight, set the tone for the opening theme of Monday Night Football. And I guess it will continue throughout the season. The recording is being used. Uh, in a collaboration cover featuring Chris Stapleton, Snoop Dogg, and drummer Cindy Blackman of Santana. How'd she get thrown in there? The opening premiered last night, September 18th. I, d- I didn't hear that because I didn't. I wasn't there for the beginning of the game. I jumped in around halftime. But that uh, that's good. 
Yeah, they're... that's good for Phil. But Phil's not doing too good out there. I think he's off the road and not recording anymore. I think he has health issues. Oh, we man. wish Phil Collins the best out Please. there. Uh, let's see. Now, let me go up to the top here. Uh, yeah, yesterday I did the story about Jan Wenner, who made some unfortunate comments about... Well, you just, just say, I don't want to repeat them. You heard the show yesterday. Uh, he is the creator of Rolling Stone magazine and the founder and all that. Well, I guess that's the same as the creator. But the rock, he was also like started and was one of the founding members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame board. Yeah. We should also let you know that Rolling Stone was quick to let everybody know that Jan Werner is not there anymore. Hasn't been right. for, for almost five years. And not only that, but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame board booted him off the board as well. The only person that hasn't, and I'm sad to say this, the only person that hasn't, that didn't vote to remove Wenner from that board was Bruce Springsteen's manager, John Landau. Ooh, ooh, that I know, that's a bad look, John, if you're listening. That's a bad look. John Landau was the uh, Rolling Stone. There's connection there because he was a Rolling original Ro- Rolling Stone reporter. He's the guy that wrote, I've seen the future of rock and roll, and his name is Bruce Springsteen. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that hype? Yeah. No, don't. And that's still how, has a job. And then he, then he went from being a Rolling Stone writer and contributor to Bruce's manager at the time of Born to Run when, uh, when Bruce fired John Appel. Mike Appel, excuse me. Mm. Anyway, that's, I'm sorry, I know too much trivia about Bruce. Uh, Corey Taylor talks about live shows. Corey Taylor, of course, the the, the front man for uh, one of my favorite bands, Slipknot. Oh, yes. He's good. Yeah, and he sings some of my favorite songs like... Surfacing? Yeah, that one. My Plague? That one. Slipknot's uh, really good. You'd like Slipknot. Candle Bop? I think you're, you're trolling me now. Uh, Red Light Special? Uh, he wants to talk to people about uh, live shows because he does a lot of live shows. And you say, hey, man, I guess one thing I would tell people about live shows is don't worry so much about filming the show. Live in the moment, man. And you know what? I support that view. I don't know why people are wasting the memory on their phone. You're never going to look at those videos again. The sound's terrible. You take one pic and the, maybe one video. The, the light's blown out. All the faces are blown out because of the spotlights. You know, it's come just on. a go back. You look, think you're Martin Scorsese or something? You think you're you think you're Hal Ashby or something? You're going to be filming? You know, I do it because I'm high and drunk and I want to remember that. Put your phone away. Put your phone away. All right. All right Avenge Sevenfold. <laughs> That story won't pop up. They must have taken that off. The National, they took that story off, too. The the rock and roll news is so light today that... uh, that, How light is it? Thank you, Chewy. Thanks for participating. Uh, I'm afraid to even click on this one. How light is it? That they 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 put the headlines up and then they take the stories down. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm telling you, it's just mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jade Helm. Mm. Jade Helm. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here's Rob Halford. Uh, Rob Halford's uh, solo albums are getting released on vinyl for the first time ever. A pair of solo albums by Judas Priest frontman Rob Halford are, are coming out. You see what I did there? 
on vinyl for the first time ever. The singer will release 2002's Crucible and 2010's Made of Metal on limited edition double LP vinyl. Why weren't they ever released on vinyl, kids? Uh, this is tough for me to answer. Because during that time was the height of the CD era, and uh, uh, there CD. just weren't a lot of... A lot of people just clamoring for the vinyls. No, and if you can find them, like I've got that, uh, I've got that Siamese Dream. I think it is original from uh, the the Smashers. Right, the Smashers. And that thing's worth like four hundred dollars because they only released like five copies of that in the nineties because they just weren't doing. They weren't pressing albums in the nineties. Now there's a big resurgence and all that. So they're ship, they'll ship around December 1st in time for what, Chewy? Uh, say Christmas. Say Christmas. Say Christmas. Say Christmas. Say Christmas. Say Christmas. Hanukkah. Absolutely right. We're all inclusive. You are correct, sir. All right. It's time for Rock and Roll News Junior. Oh, no. People ask me all the time. What do they ask me? What am I? What do fans of the Rock and Roll News ask me all the time about Rock and Roll News Junior? I don't know. Why do you do it? Yeah. What oh is Rock God. and Roll? What Please is just play along. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. What is what is Rock and Roll News Junior? <laughs> Trying to give you the opportunity to make what a name for yourself. Hey, Bob. What is Rock and Roll News Junior? It's Rock and Roll News for the young kids out there on the way to the dropout zone, safely strapped into Mom's yeah. Chrysler Pacifica. That's Hybrid. right. I knew that. I knew that. All right. They need Rock News too to inspire them to get through the day of learning, of reading, and writing, and arithmetic. Kids out there, stay in school, read books, start a garage band, please. And respect your mom and dad. I know you think they're not cool, but they are cool, okay? They had you, man. Also, put okay. out an extra roll of toilet paper in case company comes over. Mm-hmm. And start hiding snacks in your room. And yeah, but don't leave the wrappers under the bed like my kids did. That's rookie just mistake. gross. Rookie mistake. That's a, that's a rookie move. All right. You take them to school. Now I'm sitting here paper. racking my brain all day thinking, you know, I keep doing Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. I'm not I'm not doing anything for the young men out there on the way to the dropout zone. Like, who are they listening to? And so I called some of my consultants up and I said, hey, well, give me something. Give me a name. Come on. And they gave me a name. And that name is... Teddy Swims. Yeah, the kids are in the Teddy Swims. The young boys out there, they're in the Teddy Swims. I didn't know about this guy. He's 30 years old, but uh, American Songwriter Magazine interviewed him about his 13 favorites. And I'm going to give you some of Teddy Swims' favorite things. All right? One of his favorite uh, uh, projects he's been part of is actually a song from his first album, Some Things I'll Never Know. It's the first track on his album. And he says that's one of the, that's the, being part of that was one of the best things ever. All right. Uh, What is his favorite holiday song? Anyone? This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. And I gotta, I gotta applaud that because I'm a Donny Hathaway fan. In fact, when Donny Hathaway collabs with Roberta Flack, ain't nothing better. Donny Hathaway ain't nothing like the real thing, baby. Roberta don't play. Well, that's actually Marvin Gaye and Tammy Tyrell. Sorry about that. But Donny had some of the best album art, too, back in the day. I love Donny Hathaway. Uh, He said, what is your favorite artist, Chewy? You got this one right during the break when I mentioned it. Oh, I don't know who. Come on, Motions of Ocean, Frank Ocean. Really? See, I knew I liked Uh, him for a reason. He said, now you're going to like this, Matt. They asked Teddy Swims, American songwriter, asked him, what's his favorite album? Uh, Songs in the Key of Life by 
Little Stevie Wonder. Oh, I thought you were going to say Meet His Murder oh, by the Smiths. Oh, my. This why so soulful. You can hear those inspirations Let's in some see. of the songs. I'll give you one more. Oh. All right, we'll all go around the room. We'll, everybody give me your favorite nursery rhyme, and then I'll tell you Teddy Swims. Let's go. Let's go, Breakfast Club. Favorite nursery rhyme. I don't have one. Yeah, I don't what? think I know any. What are ner- Hoops. I don't know if it counts, but maybe like that schoolhouse rock, I'm a bill. Okay, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best answer you could have had. Best answer. answer. Humpty, mother effing Dumpty. All right, go ahead. Uh, Old woman who lived in a shoe. How the hell are you going to live That's in a, a shoe? Oh, mine's, mine's Jack and Jill because they ran up the hill and all that stuff. Well, his favorite, Teddy Swim's favorite nursery rhyme is, you got it, Chewy, Humpty Dumpty. That's rock and roll news. All right, now today it's time for the rock and roll news salute. And this one goes out to <laughs> two interns who will remain nameless who just don't want to play along. Oh, I'm down. I don't get it. What's wrong with the youth of America? Kids going to the dropout zone right now. They try to do better than Hoops and Breakfast Club. They just don't want to play along. You know what? Rock and roll hasn't saved them yet, but you know what? I'm going to make it my life's mission. To save them with the healing powers of rock and roll. That was a good one for a Tuesday. Hey, if you're going to Pearl Jam tonight, maybe I'll see you. Up in one of the uh, loge boxes. They call them, they don't call them sky boxes, they call them loge boxes. Because uh, you know why? It's not VIP without BOP. What? BOP? I said BOP. BOB. Speaking of BOPs. I'm not going to go to the limo today. I'm going to stick around with you guys and You're try to. You're not going to the limo. Try to get some sense. Hey, you got mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy. We love Van Halen. Ah. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and I'm not talking about the holidays. It's the time of the year where the temperatures come down just a little bit, though. We're still in the mid-90s, but getting that, it's getting a little cooler at night. We're getting a little more moisture. It's getting moist out. I hate the word moist. It's, they need to strike that word from the dictionary. Moisture is okay, but moist, let's, it's, come on. Uh, you know, we get a little. We got a little bit of rain last week and all that. And so, why is it the most wonderful time of year? Why? Because the crickets are out, baby. Oh, They're swarming. Yeah. Oh, the I crickets, heard they were like attacking the, the Capitol building yeah, or something. Yeah, the crickets are swarming. This is uh, from our friends at Kview. It's a great time to be a snake. Crickets take Central Texas by storm. Crickets are attracted to moisture, so the rain we've uh, been so happy to see is partially to the blame. That's the headline on Kview. They're taking over central Texas. But where'd they come? They they migrated and flew here, or they came up out of the ground? Well, let's like, see. What happened? Like These thriller? are all good questions. Let's see if we can answer some of them. Um, <laughs> there's ways. I have tips of ways to, uh, you know, to kind of um, mitigate the crickets thing. Now, when I work, I used to work downtown at 10th and Brazos when KLBJ, well, I never worked at KLBJ downtown, but... Uh, KTBC I worked at, which was right next door. KTBC. The buildings were kind of joined together. And uh, it was something about, on Congress, something about, I don't know, maybe, you know, around all those, all that, all those brick and all the, you know, hard surfaces and stuff, the sidewalks and stuff, the crickets would really come out this time of year. They stank, too. Mm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what that cricket stank is. But 
Frank Ocean should write a song about it. Cricket stink. If there was a sexy man cricket, he would. Um, but yeah, they're they're kind of taking over right now. Uh, there's Scott Morrow with BMI Pest Management says management says it's uh, you can turn off your lighting on your porch and around your door entries. At night, that'll that'll maybe stop them from coming around. Well, wait, is there, does it just burglars? Tri- burglars just sending out the crickets to get us to turn off the lights? That could that? be. It could be a conspiracy. Are they like natural trick or treaters or something? Well, I'm going to have um, crazy facts, weird facts about crickets in just a second. If you'd hold your horses, he just he know you're you excited. He'd like you to shut get to I mean, the, Get to them. Morrow says lights and parking lots are big attractions for crickets, so don't park under. If you go to the mall at night. Don't park under the lights. I, I know it's probably safe. safer, but um, just carry your um, your mace. Um, let's see. Binocos, what I heard. He says the critters seen all over Austin right now are most likely going to be black field crickets. Yeah, which make their appearance in late summer and fall. Although the abundance of insects seems concerning, this happens every year. So if you just move to town, leave. I mean, if you just move to town, don't be concerned. Okay. They didn't hear that, did they? They didn't. They weren't listening. There's don't no advertising for the show, so if they just move to town, they don't know we exist. Right. This, all the things that you're experiencing, if you just moved from California, all the things you're experiencing, the deadly hot heat, the cricket invasion, bad driving. No, you guys kind of brought that to town. Um, it's going to come back next year, too. I just want you to be prepared. These aren't one-offs. Right. Any other things that aren't one-offs? We should do that as a segment in the show. What is that? What newbies can expect every year by living here? Heat. Crickets. No electricity for one week. And format changes over at 101X. Okay. Um, All right, let's do the weirdest facts about crickets. You guys down? Yep. All right. Crickets are a delicacy. Many parts of the world, crickets are considered uh, uh, something that you can eat. In fact, didn't we have somebody bring those nasty-tasting... They're different than these field crickets, though. Yeah. Uh, Crickets are... Fried crickets, like here we serve peanuts and goldfish at bars. In Thailand, crickets are commonly served uh, with beer. And it's one of the most uh, popular snacks in the country. Mm. They they can deep-fry it. They can season it with sauce and pepper. Yeah, they're rich in protein it's and other enough. nutrients. You got to like mash it up and put a banana or something Why? in there because I don't want to taste a cricket leg, a thorax. It just—they don't have any taste. That's the thing. But they have a natural crunch, and then they, the only flavor they have is whatever you put You've on. You've never had a cricket. You don't know Absolutely what. Absolutely, I have. You have not. Yeah, I have. and I, I tasted that grasshopper stuff, and you can taste crickets are extremely lightweight. Cricket Friday at my house. <laughs> crickets are extremely lightweight. I said. Between 0.2 and 0.8 grams. Wow. That's 0.0007 ounces. So, quick question. That's like a quarter of a joint, a, right? If Chewy? you bought a full baggie of crickets, how much would it cost? <laughs> uh, it, just to put it in perspective, a paper clip weighs one gram. So, a cricket would be sometimes like a fifth of that. That's impressive. Crickets are a symbol of good luck. Even though we don't like them and they're annoying, especially when they get in your house. I lived in an apartment once that when the, when the, when I turned the lights off at night, I could hear the crickets like bouncing off the Venetian blinds in the walls. I hated that. Why is it a sign of luck? I don't know. I don't know. Um, cricket in Times Square? Was that the name of that book? I think it's just getting people in down time. Check you know? this out. In the Imperial area, 
In the imperial era, crickets were a popular pet for nobles and commoners. So that is a sad. You and I would both have crickets. That is a very pets. sad. I being a fact. nobleman, you being a commoner. Hmm. Chewy. All right. I mean, you're not even mad at that. I'm trying to get you guys. I'm, I'm not trying a, to get some life into you guys on a Tuesday, and it's not working. There is life. You I keep... got two Amazon shoppers to my left. I got Matt over here preparing for an interview, and I feel like I'm out here swimming in uh, Town Lake. I do want to do a surprise. Crickets don't have lungs. They can't breathe through their mouths or nostrils. Instead, they take air in through a series of small holes in the sides of their bodies okay. called spiracles. Okay, that's a lie. What? That's a lie. Every species of cricket has a unique chirp. <laughs> what? I've never know. heard. For some reason, that's just stupid to me. And, of course they do. Yeah, and so crickets chirp by rubbing their wings together. That's how they, that's the sound. You ever seen one of them cicadas make noises? Oh, yeah. Did you just change the name of a cicada to cicada? Yeah, some say cicada. I say cicada. And I Cicada. Cicada. Let's call the whole thing off. I'll leave you with this. Cricket cricket ears are located in their legs. Okay. They have a special auditory organ called the tympanum. That is located on their forelegs. So, but it's basically what you're saying is that they were made completely wrong. Yeah, they they actually feel vibration. They don't hear songs. So they they feel the vibrations in their legs. We really got the accent of the deal with that intelligent design. We did. Yeah. Would have been a lot. So there you go. Talk about crickets. If you see one today, and you'll probably see millions, say hello. Don't step on them. They're one of God's creatures too. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, there's a lot of them out there. You can step on one He or made two. too many of them. Yeah, there's don't, don't do that. They're their legs the pop capital. off. Their legs pop That's off. That's their ears. It's That's the same their legs. There's only room for one <laughs> slimy being to take over the capital, and that's going to be humankind, right? Damn, boy. now for some... Damn, boy. He's thick. That's a thick headlines. Oh, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Here's some Austin area headlines. Uh, El Nino. El Nino. Uh, it looks like El Nino is coming in for the winter. You know, there's the El Nino, the La Nina. The uh, weather systems are actually the heat or cooling systems in uh, the ocean that very much control the weather we will see here. Uh, Latest guidance released within the last week shows a 99% certainty of El Nino from December through February. They say it won't be a regular El Nino either. They say there's a 60% odds that it will be a strong El Nino. I've always been confused by that. Well, it means that we will see a wetter than normal winter. Uh... Could actually be fantastic, I guess, for us, right? They're saying maybe this uh, winter um, temperatures, I think, are supposed to look normal, like mm-hmm. what we usually see, but a little more rain, uh, which I don't think anyone's going to complain about. We've been on the edge of drought for years now. But even when I say that, when I say the wetter than normal, it's barely wetter than normal. Oh, man. Barely wetter than normal. Like... What she said. Like you got her flowers, but you got them at H E B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She knows yeah, that she on. knows that all you did was get those nine dollar flowers come at the on. checkout. Why why? I'm not trying to dog you. I mean you put thought into it. 
But she knows that you put the least amount of thought into the flowers uh, possible. I picked the nicest ones. And that, we appreciate that. Thank you. And that why, that's why you're getting wetter than normal. But you're not getting you're not getting one like Louisiana's gonna see during El Nino, oh. which is bouquet. You know what I'm saying? Chocolates. Yeah. Chocolate. The people in Louisiana, they put thought into those flowers. They got a they went to Unbelievable. K Jewelers. Yeah. Uh, to get flowers? Hey. We're making a joke about wetting. Warning. Warning. Warning, ladies and gentlemen, mainly to you fathers out there, it is time for you to be prepared. I'm already seeing the ads go up, and you need to be ready. You need to have your plans ready for weekends. You need to have your excuses in your pockets. Pumpkin patches are beginning to advertise that they'll be open in coming weekends. The pumpkin patches. And that is a big concern for you dads. If you're hoping to have your Saturday clear for college ball or your Sunday clear for NFL, remember, your wife is going to come to you in the next week or so and say, what are you thinking about this weekend? Because she's going to want you to go to a pumpkin patch with the kids. Don't say I didn't warn you. The advertisements are already up. And here's a real... I don't know if this is going to be good or bad, but more and more people are turning to pumpkin patches. In the past, we had maybe two pumpkin, three pumpkin patches in the area. I'm now seeing advertisements for almost a dozen pumpkin patches. Now, here's where it could be beneficial, guys, is they could be way lamer, Okay. I've been on the ass for a long time of that Strawberry Fields Farm or whatever that's out there west of the city Mm -hmm. because they have a jump house. They have face painting. They got goats. The thing is, you can really make up a whole day there. They do have uh, ample free parking. You can make up a whole day there, and they can really cut into your day. Some of these other ones, yeah, some of these other ones might be a little lamer, which may mean maybe only an hour or two taken away. Would it kill him to put a little bar in there and around the side, around the back? You gotta let dad's a little speakeasy with a little secret knock. Take acid or something, or or hallucinate while they're there. Uh, If you're a dad and you don't know what a flask is, I feel sorry for you, son. I got 99 problems, but getting alcohol into a family event is not one. You have to do the shameful flask hide and drink. Right. There's no shame in my game. All right. I do that, and then you see. The longing looks from all the other dads, and occasionally I'll be like, "You want to hit that?" And I go, "Okay, yeah, yeah." It's how you make friends. It's how we, it's how we won the war, well, damn it. You got to funeral- tell the kids it's your cough medicine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daddy is- needs his medicine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Austin is joining a fight against a, propro- a proposed private dam on the South Llano River. I didn't know that you could do this, except. I guess it makes sense because I know you can do it with creeks and stuff, but um, there's somebody who's apparently got some money who wants to dam up the South Llano River, create a big... That's a John Dutton kind of thing to yeah, do, it is, isn't it? it is, it is, isn't it? It absolutely somebody is. Somebody needs to go to the train station. Yeah, uh, city council last week voted to approve a resolution directing the city manager to seek a contested case hearing regarding an application by Waterstone Creek, LLC to the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality mm. to construct a dam on the South Llano River to engage with the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department 
in opposing any permits for the project. There's a lot of information in that sentence. I'm Was it there? Confused, yeah. I am too. Basically, there's what you want to know. The South Llano River has an impact on the city of Austin's water supply. We're already dangerously low. Dangerous. Alert, Will Robinson. There, we're already dangerously low when it comes to uh, water sourcing as our population continues to grow. We've talked about this on this show. Ad nauseum, which is Latin for at nauseum. <laughs> uh, the Greater Edwards Aquifer Alliance is representing 58 member groups. Uh, they're saying, look, we don't want it. But also, it is Texas, and we have a private land statute that says, hey, you have the right to do certain things on your property that you own. It'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know what we're going to do with water as the future comes up. We talked about a pre- private, a previous story had they want to dig a giant hole in the ground out past the airport and try to start filling that with water as a backup supply. The big hole. Yeah. Like, it'll be a fine for spitting, you know, wasting water at some point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's out there by LaGrange. See what I just did there? Here's the deal. It is ham day, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking for a guest right now, but uh, we're coming right back. Three minutes. We want to discuss, uh, hopefully, do some discussion of ham day. We'll see. But go ahead. Tell me about the cat thing. Why is that better? No, I feel like if you see a man and he is like a cat owner, it's like, oh, he's fine. Like, he's a safe guy. What if he's super close really? to the cat? Then that's... I'm just I a cat know. person. Okay, what if that's he's super, adorable. super, super close with the cat? Like, what, 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 what are you, are you making out What are you desperately know. trying to make happen here? <laughs> what are you trying to do here? I've kissed my cat on the mouth. Oh. <laughs> Love you. Jail. See you when I get home. All right, what are some other things? We'll let you talk. Um, I'd say have snacks. If you, if, if a guy's expecting if a guy's expecting to have a girl or girls or like company over, like have snacks to whip out and be like, "Are you hungry?" Like I have some stuff in the fridge or in like Okay, now help us with some ideas, some snack ideas because Snackish. I'm assuming one can of bean dip that you eat with a spoon is not really no. snacks. That's even though open. even though that is and those leftover condiment packages that are in that one drawer mm-hmm. from from Uber Eats, those probably don't count as snacks either, do they? <laughs> no. Okay. What are what would be some snacks that would really pop off here? Like fruits, like cuties, like the nectarines, or like trail mix, cookies, ice cream. I was just gonna say goldfish. Goldfish, <laughs> even yeah. Mm. It's easy. Fruit snacks. Fruit. What am I here? Fruit. <laughs> Fruit snacks. That one's tough, though, because a dude's going to have to know the date's coming up. Because otherwise, it's not gonna be he's going to buy fruit. It's going to go bad. And that, yeah. Does he not eat fruit normally? Probably dudes not. don't eat fruit normally, he's probably no. eating a taco, Look, I, I'm telling you right now, when you're a young dude, in your 20s, you don't spend any money that could be spent on alcohol. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. Fruit gets in the way. You can't get a buzz off fruit. Now, if you leave the fruit long enough, it will it ferment, could. and then yeah. you could get a little bit of a buzz. So we'll do that. If I'm bu- Even like to this day, if, if it's a home date, I'm buying stuff for that whole night, the dessert and the snacks, and th- but I don't have them on hand. Like, there's no fruit snacks in my house right now. No right. You might try to set it. Now, there can't be a surprise woman expecting fruit snacks like today. Can he also screw it up by trying too hard? Like, if he's got uh, a... What is it like? It that 
the cheese and a spare board. Yeah, if he's got now, what happens if he has a, a chakatari board there? When you go over. <laughs> I don't think a college student's gonna have. I'd fall in love with him instantly. Really? Oh, that's, that's, that's a move. I've done a shirt. Yeah, green flag. That's if so, he made it himself, that's good. That's okay. Marry me. Green flag. <laughs> like yeah. I love wow. a charcuterie board. I've done that before, but it wasn't even like a special was person. Eligible. It was like yeah. a. <laughs> it was just like a. Well, I thing. look. I think it's. I think ladies have been saying it even when they say. Girl, girl dinner. Mm-hmm. The whole point of girl dinner is, I think that the idea of one meat, two sides. I think that might have been invented by dudes. I think a lady would prefer, on general, to have a plate that had like nine different tastes. Yeah. Like a little variety there. Well, if you're eating in front of her, then she's got several different tastings available to her. If, if a guy doesn't let y'all, doesn't share his plate, do yes. y'all expect him? Hey, can I have a bite of that? Never. No, if, no especially if I, like, just met him, no. Yeah. Like, no. Like, hmm. no. I don't expect it, but if they, like, offer, it's like, oh, what a surprise. Sure, okay. okay. Like, he's willing to share. So what's something else that's a, a, a no or a yes? Uh, another thing that I added is um, change your hand towels if they're already damp. If you're gonna have your guest come over and she's gonna be using the bathroom, don't let her dry her hands on like damp, dirty, uh, smelly, stinky towels. They should have been w- washed within that week. I think. Well, if you least. have other well, towels, just can I just say them. something? Paper hand towels. Yeah, yeah, if you're if a guy has the hand towel, that's, he went and borrowed it from from the yeah. the apartment next door and was like, "Hey, dude, that's not even his monogram. I gotta have a hand towel." Yeah, like, <laughs> not even his initial. If you go to Bed Bath, like the I went like upper mid but the level up where it's like super crazy so it's like 80 bucks a towel i know dude go to target like, home goods. Like packs for ten dollars home like, goods or marshall's too like they have like eight dollar hand towels and it's like a set of three no nah, but i want it to be special special you know y'all already, yeah, but y'all you already know, got the target unlocked you can always tell when the dude has gotten it's all hand-me-downs from mom because like one of them has an embroidered shell on it and the <laughs> other one has a monogram that isn't his and you're right. like this is what Sounds is this wrong. they don't even match yeah what, what about what about graphics or posters on the wall mm. without frames or pictures that's, without that's frames? That's fine. Is it yeah. you know, like a Spuds McKenzie or something? Like oh, that's Spuds McKenzie, like, Bob. That's Thirty years Bob. before they were. All right, born. Bob. Bear Fawcett. But what about Jelly Roll Morton? A Jelly Roll Morton poster on the yeah. wall? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I what if they had a bunch of girly posters? Like you know. I, I'd probably enjoy that. You would. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of pictures of a bunch of pictures of Kelly Clarkson. Like, hopefully, there's a Taylor Swift posters. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. I don't think she's ever had a. a I don't think Kelly don't Clarkson know. ever posed you know, for Olivia the, uh, Rodrigo or something. You know, just all these posters up of girls. Something we can talk but about. these are young women dating young, really young men. So. These are 20-year-olds here. Yeah. No, I don't think you can shame somebody because that's a position in life. A frame is a cost that most people aren't willing to incur until really, I think, Bob, 40s. Mm. I think the 40s is when you start sprucing up or a lady comes into the relationship. Or let me ask this. What about... No art at all, anywhere. No, just blank. No. Just walls. blank walls. Oh, man. No, that's boring. Me. Boo. That's me. That's I don't have boring. any art on my walls. Yeah, yeah I never really. Did I have either. no personality and yeah, I, I or identity. Either. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never you go there. There's no music, no art. Mm-hmm. Next. Oh, I got Lame. The, should they put some music on when you come over? Uh, I don't know. Sure. Put them, 
Maybe he could like ask me like to play Perfect. music. I'd be like, okay. What cool. do you like? Girl, I got you. I'm streaming. High res. <laughs> right here. It was for a very long time for me. An apartment was a place to sleep, and that was it. I wasn't going to be in it. So I wasn't spending time decorating it or really oh, dude, I always decorate. I always had a sound system. I had a surfboard for a coffee table one time. Oh, that's cool. I know. That's Tell really me about cool. it. I, could, I was fighting them off. Um, the biggest issue, I think, for these young ladies and young people is, and it's probably going to go all the way up until 30, having to deal with the roommate. Wow. Most of the guys you go over are going to have uh, one, maybe even two roommates, if it's a house. I could never live with anybody. And that is, I mean, if you if you yourself are clean or you're like, you know, you got it going on, the roommate's going to dampen it a little Bob, bit. Bob, did you just say you could never, did you ever have a roommate, Bob? I had, yeah, one, uh, when, uh, my, when I first moved out, when I was doing PM Magazine for TV, the, I lived with the host. I, you've heard me talk about T, right? Yeah. And he had the house on. He bought a house up on Harris Boulevard. Wait, wait, you had a roommate, what, but in a house. I went. I went like from my parents' house to sharing a house on Harris Boulevard in the middle of whatever that neighborhood is. That beautiful neighborhood. Yeah, you know, like now would be like millions five of dollars. Million dollar yeah. homes. God. And then the rest of the time you just lived on your own. Yeah, because I don't like roommates. Okay, that's a because level. I can't. I can't. Nobody likes but, but roommates. Apartments, but Nobody apartments likes roommates. in Austin were at that time were like one hundred and fifty bucks a month. Bucks. That's crazy. Nobody right. likes roommates. You still got to have fifteen. Of I would. Them to I live. would rather live in a tiny six hundred square foot apartment or something than a than have a roommate. Yeah, but a six hundred square foot apartment in Austin now is, is twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, mine's thirteen hundred dollars yeah. right now. One bedroom. One. Yeah, bedroom. that's what. One bedroom. Yeah, I'm living in efficiency. I don't care, but I'd, I'd rather live alone. How do you handle the room? What if a? Is it? Weird being around. I guess it's just you're just used to being around roommates at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like it's weird. Like not weird, but it's weird if someone doesn't. It's like, oh, you have money. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> money. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Here's one. I don't know where you lean, but let's say you go in there, right? And you're looking around. He's going. Let me go get. I'm going to slip into something more comfortable. Whatever. He goes off. Or he makes, he's in the kitchen making the charcuterie board for you or whatever. Mm. And then you're looking around, you go, he's got this little Ikea coffee table or whatever, and there's a Make America Great Again book on there or something Mm-mm. like that. What, like what What kind of book, oh. what kind of literature in the living room or wherever would be a red flag for you? That book. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a book. I don't know if there's one that's called that. But, if, pol- pol- politics. but, but if politics might be a dividing point. Yeah. So there was a uh, recent a recent study <laughs> about women. I think 60% of them. Uh, let me get the actual study here that New York Post posted. A millennial Gen Z women find partners that listen to Joe Rogan podcast a red flag. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Rogan podcast is a red flag? Yeah. Fifty-five percent of women found it a turnoff. No, fifty-five percent is uh, not a. It's a majority. It's one. It's a, ma- just a but, majority, but well, I wouldn't call it a. Uh, I think a in plurality. Any, anything is going to divide people down the middle. Yeah. Nobody likes everything. True. No. Yeah. I know. I, mean, I know. If, I'm not a big fan of Rogan, but also like I've never listened to his stuff. But I just know that he's very controversial. The things that he says online is just like. Ugh. But, like, I know a couple of guys and, like, guys that I'm, like, attracted to that, like, listen to him and, like, like him. And I'm just like, okay, to each their own. 
Props to Joe Rogan for getting good celebs on his podcast, though. But, like, I can't really say much about the show because I've never listened to it. Right. But just things that I hear from other people talking about Joe Rogan, and it's just like, ugh. I will say this. It gives me hope for the future that you can say... I'm not, I can't really make a full judgment because I've never listened to it. Because yeah. that's one of the most un-American things I've ever heard. Because right now it feels like yeah. everyone makes a lot of judgments on stuff they have nothing, uh, they have no knowledge on. I'm not even talking about uh, Joe. I'm not a big listener myself. but the uh, I think he's one of those where it's like, it's not awful, but his fan base is just yeah, completely it's yeah. cringy. It's usually it's like the, he's, he's bred a lot of these kind of weird frat bros now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's cool to be a frat bro. I used to crap on him. And now I just crap on it because now it's the most popular thing. Now you're corny. Now everybody's yeah. doing mainstream. Right. Whatever. Go get your jujitsu on and yeah. what have you. I don't know. Do some DMT. <laughs> I, we already did that in like 06. We're good. <laughs> At the same time? Yeah. All right. Here's another question. Are you over there? Are we out? Are we out? Oh. No, no, no. I was just trying to. I wanted to t- hear okay, from Okay. Lots of, of like. Because um, what we've learned is you need to have extra toilet paper. Mm-hmm. You need to have some nice hand towels. Okay, and a little and some snackage mm-hmm. are pretty important. Yeah. Okay. What if he's got a, like a whole wall of nothing but Legos, action <gasps> figures? I would agree. I would go crazy. I love Legos. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know. How, uh, that's the kind of stuff I would shame a. Uh, a right. buddy for and you're no. like you've got to hide that you've got to hide that because I have Legos Good. I have like trinkets and like little like toys that I just collect and put everywhere in my room okay. so if All I right. see I if I see like a 23, 24 year old guy still doing that too like how I am it's like yeah. oh my god should Here's we, the thing. Should we send them over is, to CJ's house yeah. and they can <laughs> right. fall in love Here's the thing is that I think they might be weird you know, they might be the ones maybe. Oh, that when a guy goes into their place, it's <laughs> like, like, hey, oh, oh look, at the, look at the time. <laughs> look at the time. Oh, man. I, I got that. homework. Uh, got a paper due midterm. Yes. Yeah. And what, but yeah, but it's only. <laughs> we just only started August. the semester. <laughs> they have to study early. <laughs> Super early. I'd love to know y'all's red flags, but we don't want to get too deep. We just like hearing y'all's opinions. Yeah. We but we got. Ones. So we got candles. Toilet paper, toys, shack a terry board, toys, toys are fine. Dry towels. Dry towels. Or if they don't want a candle, if a candle's too much, get a Febreze plug-in. Okay, Febreze plug-in. That's like the best investment. But basically, make that, that, it needs to smell like something other than sweat and bong water. Yeah, I'm going to say, though, don't you think Febreze plug-in is the cover-up? Yeah, a little strong. They're covering up something. I mean, I like Febreze plug-ins and, like, all the time, like right. constantly at my apartment because it just like leaves it okay. nice. We got a last so. one? Or are we done? Uh, if he's got like maybe a little bong or a piece out there on the on his coffee table I forgot fine. to put up. That's fine? I don't think anybody cares about that. Teach You're just own. asking because you want to know if it's a problem for you? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I expected Bob to think that that's crazy and you i think it's always I feel like weird both to of just y'all leave it probably. out my know. friends are all comics i've never walked into an apartment when there wasn't but they're a pipe sitting there but you would call them dirt bags maybe well yeah to their face even okay but they are that's different than thinking it i know it oh all right there's only two things that should be on a coffee table and that's coffee no, never. And no. A Don't book, ever set coffee on a And a book of Nagel paintings. No. <laughs> it's a reference from the 80s. <laughs> I was going to say a remote control and maybe a good housekeeping magazine. Or something. What about all of the ashes from the knockout from the pipe 
And then this, there's usually, if you go to a comics house, there'll be 40 or 50 empty bottles and cans from, from <sighs> things they've been eating and drinking. How old are you? These people, they're in their 40s. And they, just never, they just never grew up. And that's the way that one goes. Dang. Hey. Bed frame. Yeah. Bed frame is, is imperative. These were, all, these were all common sense. I thought we might get one or two in there that I was like, oh, that's not something I thought of. I mean, I will say, I, I don't think I ever thought about let, make sure you have snacks, but I also just always had snacks because yeah, right. that's how I eat. I'd, I'd say, let me whip, whip up something for you. Mm-hmm. You know, sit down, relax, enjoy the fine stereo system and big screen TV. While I chop up this line of Coke for you. <laughs> no. No? Oh, okay. Well, I guess I partied differently. What do we got? What do you want me to You're do? Not us. We don't have any. Uh, what do you want me to do? You want me to do Waters International oh, Realty? One of your sponsors. All right. Don't and we've it. missed we missed a QC and a Window Nation? No, we only no, missed we did one. QC. We missed Window. Okay, well... Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the Odd. Let's hit it. Nod to the Odd. Uh, glug Glug Time Local Distillery uh, burst and released nearly 600,000 gallons of wine onto the streets of a Portuguese town. Uh, they show the wine flowing all through the streets of Sao Lorenzo, which, uh, of course, that's uh, some of... Uh, Bob's people there. Well, there's a Fonseca wine company in Portugal. There were no injuries reported from the spill, but at least one cellar was said to have been flooded with wine. The distillery apologized for any damage caused to the property. Uh, It looks like like what you would expect 600,000 gallons of wine to look like pouring down the street. No word on whether it was good wine or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's definitely there. You guys want to see what 600,000 gallons of wine spilling down a Portuguese street looks like? It's going to look like that sh- that scene in The Shining where the... Is it red wine? Wow, that's a river river. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's... Oh, yeah. It, it, it does look like a purplish... Uh, a purplish tint to it, but... That looks scared. I mean, that's a lot of wine, isn't it? Uh, you have to ask the wives out there. I wouldn't worry, though. It's a dry wine, so it's not going to... It does look a little like uh, 4 p.m. in the Steiner Ranch. (laughs) Oh, man. You can hear it. That's that's a lot of wine. It's not like Willy Wonka. I can't just hold my glass out there. Have a glass? I mean, I guess you could. Do you want me to translate this guy for you? Yeah. Yeah. What's he saying? I have no idea. <laughs> we should have just <laughs> just made some stuff yeah. up. Yeah, uh, I'm not that quick. Well, you can be. You can be later, my friend. So uh, there you go. If you if you're into free wine, Portugal is uh, apparently the place for you to go. Let's move on with some more mornings with Matt and Bob presents nods to the odd. Uh, an Ontario woman received an interesting package lately. Uh, lately. She was charged five hundred dollars, but she says she didn't order the more than one thousand condoms that showed up to her house. Uh, Joelle Angelhart says she received an email from Amazon about a forthcoming delivery, but she assumed it was fake because she and her husband hadn't ordered any condoms. So she thought, well, this is one of those scams to get you to put in your information or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
But sure enough, the box arrived. Uh, her husband is in the in a hospital recovering from an illness where I think he may want to stay because he doesn't want to answer the questions about why 1,000 condoms just showed up to the house. Received a box. It contained um, over 1,000 condoms. She was charged $500 for the order. Cyber experts said the delivery resembles a what's called a brushing scam which involves Amazon sellers sending packages to random addresses so they can artificially inflate their numbers of positive reviews. Huh. Yeah. But uh, she did not order the more than 1,000 condoms. Okay. Well, there you go. I try, I believe her. I believe her as well. Nobody uses those things anyway, right? They're using them for some. They keep making them. Uh, mainly just to wear over your head and blow up at a party. It's kind of funny. I think that hot dog place... The we, Taylor Mate winners are using them for their sausages. They're using them for the, Bro, y'all for the stop casing. Hating. Those are good. I'm gonna make some. I'm again. kidding, man. I can't. I'm kidding. Are you kidding? Are you? Are you kidding? Are you though? Uh, the world's smallest camera has officially been released. It has a. It measures less than half a millimeter by less a half a less than half a millimeter. I need an object to compare it to. I don't like all that. It literally looks like uh maybe like it looks like a sesame seed on the tip of your finger. Oh. Now man. how is it powered and does it does it does it have bluetooth in it or what how could it have anything in it at that size? Developed by Omnivision, a global technology company specializing in innovative advanced digital imaging, analog and touch and display solutions. Uh they say their new thing is called the camera cube chip. And uh, they, they, they're they claiming that they should have the Guinness Book of World Records record for the world's small, smallest commercially available image sensor. And I bet it looks good. There's two things that technology doesn't care about, and that's the voice call on an iPhone mm-hmm. and security camera definition. Yeah. That's it. It is odd every time someone says that somebody a place got robbed. It's the worst. And they show us the image, and I'm like, we still, we haven't gotten beyond this. Right. Like what's going on? I don't know. It's going to be used. I think. I think the cameras. You can have good cameras, but the thing is, they have to continually record, and so they probably they don't have enough recording space for like high def. Now this is an individual. What you do is you would attach this camera to the end of say like uh, a little piece of um, uh, fiber optic cable uh-huh. or whatever, and you would go up. Um, someone's vein or artery. Oh, you think they're going to use things? it for good? I think they're going to hide it in bathrooms. Well, they say it's been developed to go into the narrowest blood vessels for neuro, ophthalmic, ENT, cardiac, spinal, uh, arthroscopy procedures. But I think they're also going to put this in probably your pee hole. Mm-hmm. Look around in there. Oh boy! And um, oh. what do you mean? Ah. It's really small. Have mm-hmm. you? Did you ever have to go for one of those tests Mm-mm. where they did the swab? You never. Only, no. You never did the Mm-mm. the clean shoes, dude. Look, mm, good for you. Everything else is clean. Everything else is clean. Then I gotta believe you. Then on that one, see, you everything else is clean. It. You see? won't feel it. And finally, a uh, reptile wrangler was called in uh, to an Arizona garage where he removed more than uh, he removed twenty three Western Diamondback rattlesnakes from a garage. Including one that was pregnant. Uh, the rattlesnakes had moved into the warm space behind the uh, he- water heater. Mm-hmm. Here's the question I have for you guys. Go ahead. How many rattlesnakes is too many rattlesnakes one. in a garage? Yeah. One? Yeah, one? One would be enough? One would be troublesome. You wouldn't. Be, but would you try to get the one out by yourself or would you call an exterminator? I don't know why I asked you that looking you in the eye. I know you would call an exterminator. No, I wouldn't call an exterminator. I have. I've. 
It depends where it was. If it was just out in the yard, I'd get my snake slayer, my Bond Arms snake slayer. Okay. But if it's, it's in it's your a garage. 410, 45. I don't, I don't want you firing off a, I don't want you firing off a 410 it's in a your Derringer. garage. Does 410 and Colt 45. Put one on top of the other. No, I understand what you're saying, each. but why would you fire that off inside your garage? Do you want, you want to do that much No, I would rock? lure I would lure the 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 snake out. By what? I would charm it somehow with a. I'd go get my snake. Oh, your dreamy eyes? They're looking flute. good, snake. Isn't yeah. there a flute? Like, doo, doo, a, sh- a charcuterie board or something? Yeah. And try to say, yeah. come on out here. Come on out come here, on snake. Out here. I got something for you. Open uh, wide. Our friends, uh, Dean and Mike and uh, the rest of the gang that are part of the Never Going to Make It crew, we talked to him yesterday. There was a guy cycling from Austin to Las Vegas for part of a comedy festival. They should be ringing us here in about three minutes, and we'll check in with them, the daily check-in, to see how far they've gotten and what drugs they're on. Wife yeah, in public? That's yeah, right. I'm not going to make out with her. That's right. Yeah, I'm not making out with my and wife And that's the public. issue. Then the passion is starting to fade. If you can't make out with your wife in public. Dude, it's no, no, called no, 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 decorum. No, no. It's called, yes. It's called decorum. Look it up. Also, it's my called respect for my it. fellow man. Yeah, and nobody wants I to know. see a couple at my age, which is an established couple. I'd right. love to watch you and your wife make out. Well, you're a freak. Only fans, my friend. But you got to pay. You got to pay twenty dollars a month for it. Uh, and I hope you forget to to cancel. You're not a good kisser. You can cancel at any time, but we hope you forget. Okay, so. A peck, that's it. Anything above a peck, Hand she grabs your booty. Great. That's it. I that's mean, quick why like she that. Come my on. booby and. My boot, my booty. You said booby. My booty in public. Hey, dude, you said booby. Well, I mean, my river rocks. Why would she do that in public? Because she's she's horned. She loves you. She's attracted to you. Love me at home, or love me. Oh no, I'm okay with uh with pats and nudges, but they gotta be you know they gotta be they gotta be quick and of the moment. Hmm. But here's the other thing I'll tell you. Most of the time now, I've got two kids, and if we've managed to make it out of the house, we're both kind of exhausted. Pissed off and exhausted. Ugh. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're doing this because we really should be going through the motion. When did we think this was a good idea? But boy, I'll tell you what. Like that week that I sent, we sent our kids off to the grandparents or whatever, and there's just no kids. You're like, wow, I love this person. We've got energy galore. This is why we're doing this. It turns out that people really like each other. When their kids aren't around. And whenever you get divorced, you sit the kids down and you say, we want you to know this isn't your fault. But I'm telling you right now, if you come from divorced parents, <laughs> it's your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> your parents got divorced because of you. Mm-hmm. You messed up the relationship. In fact, there's a really good chance if you if you add up all the dates that your parents also got married because of you. Right. Because of you. So ask for a really big Christmas present because they got a lot of guilt. <laughs> well, you're already you're make, you got to use this to your this knowledge to your advantage. Right? Yeah. That's how that one works. They're harboring a lot of guilt, and they can release that in the form of a uh, really expensive gift. i got to figure out how to uh, start bumping. Oh, a bunch of liberals riding about steers. One time they wrote somebody wrote something about Tacova's boots and what an explosion it's been mm-hmm. like Tacovas has been in Texas. Yeah. No, like they about Mexico. No, they were mad because no, they were like you can't put a spur on that boot, so it's a it's a it's a boot for pussies. <laughs> has anyone like, has anyone tried? 
I don't know. I don't even know how Spurg goes on. People are just angry. Well, you need Isn't a Spurg there a bracket? Show. There's a bracket, no. right? See this heel on this? This yeah. is called a walking heel. See how yeah. it just is really close? Oh, I see. A, a Spur heel come out to about right there. Like a like a eighth or quarter of an inch so your Spur can sit down on that. Okay. See what I'm saying? There you go. You learned a little something about Texas this morning. Mm. Thank you, Texas Monthly. Thank That's you for me. the hats. What was the what was the paperwork you guys got? You were passing around? Barbecue Freak stickers. Nice. Oh, there's some of Oh, look at that. Hey, Chewy. Yeah. Will you send a... Uh, <clears throat> will you send a copy of this? Us talking about that, uh, Texas Monthly and how much we love them. Absolutely. Will you send it over to Madison and see? Because maybe... Maybe some bar, maybe some barbecue Sunday barbecue passes will fall off the back of the wagon or something. You know what I'm saying? The not so free one. Yeah. I don't know if I'd attach this part. Well, maybe attach this part, but don't, don't let her know we were whispering about it because then it, it seems like we were asking. And that's-